This episode is brought to you by Zeratech Software Development. Are you a company whose commitment to excellence demands effective software tools? Let the team at Zeratech Software Development help build or enhance your technological systems with mobile, web, and backend solutions. You can find them at zeratech.com. That's X-E-R-A-T-E-C.com. Hey guys, today I sat down and talked to Ian Anderson. Ian is passionate and excited about fly fishing. Uh, he also has a YouTube channel called Transitions Media, so check that out. You can see some fly fishing videos. Uh, we talked here about his early days in the video world, uh, which included a, a snowmobile video they have, and that's on his channel there, so check that out. Uh, but yeah, talked a lot about fly fishing, what that's meant for him, you know, the whole progression. Uh, so I really enjoyed this one. I hope you guys do as well. Welcome to the Obsessed Podcast. I'm your host, Logan Herkus. In this podcast, we get to meet and hear from folks who are obsessed with a wide array of interesting endeavors. We dive into some awesome stories and look at the mindsets and the psychology of those who are obsessed. Let's go. Where did, uh, let's just roll. Yeah, yeah where, let's go for it. Okay. Where did uh, fishing begin for you? Like a young kid? with your dad in a boat somewhere or something like that or what yeah i mean uh i've always fished you know i grew up with uh you know there was uh let's see seven seven girls five boys there's five of us and uh yeah we've always fished we we grew up in uh, tamarack street in lorium there and uh (laughs) excuse me and uh we uh we moved from there to out to betsy between gay and lacquabelle there hmm. and uh so we you know we didn't really fish much in town i remember other than going slaughters or whatever you know but um we we had uh once we got out in betsy we were fishing all the time it seemed like you know in the ponds anywhere you know out in the lake and and uh but i never got into fly fishing until till way later you know okay and and i, I f- for me, I'm always interested in the trajectory, like what it's meant for you for, at what point, how has it changed? When did, when did you get into fly fishing, all that kind of stuff? Yeah. So that's a, let's go down that timeline. So okay. when you were young fishing, was it just one of 20 hobbies and it just kind of is what it is? Not yeah. A, okay. Yeah, for sure. It was, you know, never like, oh, I want to go fishing today. Like wake up, you know, and yeah. that, that was it. You know, it was just, you know, went, went fishing when we thought of it or whatever. Yeah. Otherwise it was you know shooting a bow around the yard or throwing pocket knives or you know mm-hmm. i mean just what kids do you know it was never like right. had to fish every day you know yeah for sure but, and when did it uh, when did that happen when fishing became a, a huge priority and then was that at the same time as fly fishing did you have a western trip or locally here or something or what was that yeah it was uh i mean i, I was i kind of got into big lake fishing for a little bit and that was kind of the the thing you know i fished with my brothers on their boat quite a bit and and uh i don't know if it was really a priority i guess okay. but it uh it was you know that was what we did you know so right i bought my own boat and got into that for i don't know probably two or three years of my own mm-hmm. and uh you know did that pretty religiously a few times a week probably you know and i was single at the time so i had nothing but time um but then it was probably 2012, I think, when uh, my brother Steve had fly fished before growing up and stuff. And I just never, never really thought much of it. Never got into it. You know, just, ah, that looks too hard, you know. Yeah. Get me my spinning rod, you know. Right. And uh, I think it was 2012. I was working in Marquette and uh, the company I was working for, the foreman there, he's actually a buddy now. Um, he he got me into it. We ran over to... Uh, um, was a gander mountain i think at the time and uh he said yeah let's go try uh chocolate river there in marquette mm-hmm. so we uh went and bought a little kit you know fly kit the rod and reel combo or whatever is the cheap thing and and uh went over the river and we tied it up and you know got the flies on there and whatever else and I had no idea what i was doing you know just watching him set it up and and uh yeah i just started going a little bit and we never even caught fish that day but i was like this is awesome you yeah know? just the whole different uh just the challenge of it you know mm-hmm. recognize the challenge right away and was uh pretty fired up on that right right uh and what age were you at that point that was uh well I have to do the math here but 
Yeah. I was I was just just before I was married and I was married at uh, I don't know, twenty six, twenty seven, so I was in there somewhere, twenty five maybe. Okay. 26. Um okay, that makes sense. So but at first time you recognize the challenge, but the challenge from like a, a a casting technique or like where you hit it to or how you play the river or all the above yeah, or probably all the above. I mean just a whole different whole different uh, ball game compared to just throwing a throwing a spinner in there and just you know casting it on you you more or less can pretty accurate with a spinner you know you can just bomb it wherever and right whatever but uh with a fly rod it was just uh yeah you you gotta if you're doing a back cast you know a false casting back and forth and having the room to do that and then figuring out how to steer that around and land it where you want and right and then being able to steer it in the river using the you know the water water dynamics of uh to steer your line around and whatever you know yeah but, yeah and then just trying to do all that and then catch a fish you know right get yeah. a fish to to take you know yeah <clears throat> uh so you enjoyed it you you appreciated the challenge but there must have been a, i mean of course again uh even a progression after that as well right of like you caught your first fish or what was what did that look like did you keep going after that yeah i, I distinctly remember uh the first first trip we went out um it was actually the same guy that got me into it. He took us onto the uh, Otter River, not to be naming rivers here. Sure. But, uh, he took us out on one spot on the Otter that was like his his go to spot, secret, you know, a little bit of a hike in there. And and uh, he took me and my brother Steve, and and uh, we went in there, or whatever. And he just, yeah, I don't even know if he had a rod. He was just fired up on getting us into it, you know. And, right. And uh, he said, yeah, throw it in there, you know. We plopped out on the river and and uh, just through the bush, you know, and got out on the river and. So yeah, I get it right in here, you know, just, I had no idea how to read a river. I mean, not that I even do now, but, yeah. uh, at the time I was just like listening to him, you know, tell me what to do and, and, uh, yeah, throw it in there, whatever, get in there. And I, I think it was first cast in there, first throw at the fly and, and, uh, boom, had a rainbow on, you know, mm -hmm. and, uh, yeah, that's when, yeah. that's when it was like, this is, <laughs> this is it, you know? Yeah. And, uh, that was, and it actually was a good day. Like we were catching a lot of fish that day, you know? Okay. So it was uh, probably a perfect start to it, you know. Yeah, just to get you into it, hey. Uh, <coughs> so then uh, we'll h jump around, and we can certainly do that. But I like I've never fly fished. My brother Zane is huge into it, uh, or has been through the years, and really okay. enjoys it. Uh, and I know a lot of guys that do. And same thing, and it's almost been well. I guess fishing has never been a huge part of my world. Yeah. Uh, I enjoy it. We've gone on fishing trips out west and stuff like that, and even locally here when we go, I enjoy it. But it just hasn't been a huge priority. But what I I, th I think I could see myself getting into it, but I almost can't let myself until I actually have the time to devote to it. You know yeah, what I mean? Like if yeah. you to do something, you want to yeah. actually do it, right? Yeah. Um, but what I'm curious about is, like you said, there's something special. It's hard. It's difficult. But why, like, what is it about fly fishing that makes you want to do it even though it's difficult? Like what's the, is it like the archery of fishing? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, uh, I, th yeah I think it's, uh, it, to me, it's like an art, you know? Okay. It, it uh, yeah, I don't know. Just getting a good cast is fun, you know. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I guess that kind of same thing as the challenge of it or whatever. But yeah, um, yeah, I think it's I don't know. And, and fly fishermen kind of a bad rap of I don't know if you want to call it bad, but uh, you know, kind of a stigma of being uppity and whatever yeah. else. And a lot of them are, you know, majority of them probably are catch and release, you know, fishermen. Yeah. I am myself for the probably 80 percent of my time but right um yeah i don't know i think it's just uh yeah the art of it for me of just uh and then you know being able to it's a whole different um way you fish and and technique and and how you present you know you have to present a fly and and it seemed to me it seems a little more natural like you're you're not throwing a hunk of metal at them with a big spinning blade you know you're throwing a, a realistic looking fly that maybe you tied yourself right you know and yeah it's kind of more of a i don't know realistic type of thing you know yeah right that's what i'm trying to figure out like again you picture a. uh you know, two extremes in a hunting world is a thousand yard long range shot at a deer that, that couldn't even tell you're there if they wanted to ever versus a 20 yard archery shot. that feels like you're playing on their terms. Uh, it's, it, it it's more work for you and it's all just games you play in your head, right? Yeah. At the end of the day, but, sure. uh, still means something, right. As a, I mean, how you view it. Yeah. And, how you and, pursue and it, but. yeah. And I think it just, it, you know, and teach their own, right. right. I mean, some guys can do that and I've gotten into archery too. I haven't in many years now, but 
um, that was the thing for me was that that up close and personal, you right. know, versus uh, I just felt like anybody can shoot a gun, you know, yeah. hundred yards, whatever it is, you know, it's right. like that's not a challenging, you know, that's not up close and personal enough, you know, like I wanted to be right in there and and uh, have that challenge, like you're, you're, it's not just because that you know deer's in front of you, you're not gonna. Right. It's not just like with a gun. I feel like it's, uh, you know, it's game over for the deer if he comes within range. You know. Yeah. Right. If you've had it sighted in or whatever, but yeah. with a bow, it's like, uh, you know, you, there's still that, still that chance that it's not happening. You know. Mm-hmm. Like you got to still have it come together. Right. Well, for sure. So, but you got. I'm saying too. Like, or actually, I haven't not haven't said it yet. But like in my head, okay, you you do it because it's challenging. You enjoy the challenge, but eventually you could do all kinds of things to make it even more challenging. You could, you know, stand 30 feet back from the bank. You could whatever, just be yeah. ridiculous. Right. Yeah. So obviously you don't do these things that are ridiculous just because of the challenge. Whereas I don't, I don't know if that makes sense. So I'm trying to figure out, yeah, that's probably what it is in my head. Do you, do you agree? Is it like a pretty close equivalency to what I'm talking about? The long range rifle hunt versus the yeah. archery shot. Yeah. I mean, for that's sure. Kind of what yeah. You, okay. yeah. Like if I picture like kind of what you're saying is, uh, if I relate it to like spin fishing versus uh fly fishing, right. you know, I picture yeah. like to me, I, I have no zero interest and zero drive to, I mean, I have, I guess, picked up a spinning rod if I'm all with the wife and kids and yeah. Yeah, that's all we have or something, you know, I'm not afraid to, I'm not going to not throw a spinner in there, sure. you know, myself, right. but, uh, take a few tries at it, but, uh, I'll let them fish before I do. But, yeah. um, yeah, it's, uh, it just, to me, it's just, there's no, I don't know. It just seems too easy. Like throw the spinner out there and reel it and crank it in, you know, right. Like, and, there's a good chance you're going to catch a fish on that, you know? Yeah. It works. Right. Like, you know, many times, uh, I don't know if you could say nine times out of 10, but you can outfish a fly fisherman, you know, with yeah. a spinner and, or a worm or something, you know, versus right. flies, you know, but, um, but yeah, to me, it's just, and it's, it's something that not everybody does, Yeah, which kind of leads me down that path too. You know, I've, I've always been that way. Like, right. I just, uh, you know attracted to things that not everybody's doing and and yeah like maybe it's a little challenging or whatever but yeah for um, sure yeah you seek out that challenge that keeps you engaged right for me and, and i wouldn't be surprised if that's why i haven't uh gotten into river fishing on an extreme level okay like because it seems like everything well probably similar right if you're going to do something you want to do something that has many many layers of complexity and where 10 years in you're still learning yeah right and, and obviously that can be the case with a with a spinning rod yeah. on a river too but it feels like like you said with the fly fishing it's a, a whole new level yeah 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 and it's another part of it is uh is being able to uh like i say use the use the flow of the water and the energy there to you can literally steer your you know you can just throw your fly straight out the river and then start doing some ends and boom you're next to the bank with it and you're yeah. standing in the middle of the river you know right, right you can steer that thing you see a log over to your left and you can cast to the right and a few men's you're you're over there you huh. know and, and you got that thing just hanging out right there you know right. or try doing that with a with a spinner if yeah. you can't you know right and yeah. uh one thought that came to me just now was uh <clears throat> i had brought my uh boy out one of the times there and and uh you know a few cat it might have been the first time taking them out a few uh casts in there with the fly rod you know i'd tell them strip it in or whatever and then tell them you know you don't have to bring it all the way in just pick it off the water throw it back out and he would just fire it up on that that yeah oh you can get way way more casts in you know like just quicker to get get it back out there you know your your fly is you know can be 10 feet out whatever he can handle and then pick it up put it right back to that same exact spot you know yeah you ain't cranking that spinner all the way back to the rod you know 10 feet in front of you is probably pretty useless of yeah. a fishing ground you know but you're you're reeling that thing through there you know every time right versus right. a fly rod you can just boom pick it up you know put it to a different spot whatever you know hmm. so wait so there is that part potentially benefit right like, like just like you said yeah so you have a lot more time in the water where a fish could be biting your whatever you got going on yeah for sure yeah, yeah. you okay. can i mean yeah you can steer that thing you don't even have to hardly take it in you can just you know never touch that fly you get it out there one time and and pull it in steer it around all over in the river there you yeah. know and then just strip line back off your reel let it drift back out depending on what you have on if you got something weighted on it might snag up or okay or what have you but um for the most part yeah you can just let that thing just dance all over in the water there you know right right if it's some sort of nymph or something floating maybe or whatever but yeah 
Uh, so thinking back to that first day, no, not the first day you caught all those fish, then what did that, that you said right away, you're like, heck yeah, this yeah. is it. But what did the progression look like after that? Yeah. So yeah, once I figured that was it, uh, it was, you know, I think that, that day out, that was my second rod. Cause the, the first time we, we had taken me over to chocolate, that was a steelhead setup. So it was a, you know, nine foot, eight weight yeah. big rod, you know, and you're not going to use that on out of river fishing for brookies. So we had done the same thing he told me what to get so i went and got a seven foot four weight and and uh yeah so once i had those two rods i was like oh i'm all set you know getting right. a steelhead and and, uh, and i had steelhead fish in the past but with a spinning setup you know but uh yeah once i had those two setups it was uh game on you know told me what waders i get and and uh i got a nice set of those and then uh yeah my brother steve and i just uh i think we were both single at the time so yeah we just went full bore into just researching it and and uh you know doing the homework youtube and watching you know getting into the whole video thing watching videos and and uh yeah it was fell in love with that for sure right right so you guys were going out quite a bit as yeah, you're researching yeah. you're going and out thinking back it's like oh man we could have went out way more right <laughs> <laughs> you know as always but um yeah we got all as much as we could and and that's kind of when transition from big lake fishing to too. i think i still had my boat because i i sold it after i was married i believe and uh um that transition there from the big lake just kind of nice I'll, I'll go out on occasion on the big lake with my brother's boat and stuff and it is fun but yeah um yeah just if if i now having limited time if i were to choose it's it's on the river you know yeah and uh so yeah i ended up selling my boat and and just started going more hardcore on figuring out fly fishing you know just realizing those challenges and there's so much to learn and still even now it's like i i know nothing compared to a lot of guys you know yeah but it's just uh you're always learning you know every time you go on the river you're learning something and something you maybe you need or you know something that make your gear work better whatever you know right right funny how that is hey you're talking about how you had man you could have went fishing way more (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) honestly like yeah we you have four little ones i've got three little ones and and that uh, that's awesome right it's yeah, a ton of responsibility sure. you never trade it for anything right. but looking back in hindsight you're like man you could have went twice as hard or three yeah. times as hard you could have been going west you could have been doing this yeah. you, could, you know what i mean like yeah 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 i work with my brother steve and uh we talk about all the time like man thinking back to you know we're gonna <laughs> talk and fly fishing and you know, like we live together in in uh lorium and thinking back to the time we had where we sat on a couch watching tube yeah. you know it's like we could have been out fishing you know right. we'd give anything to do that you know yeah and uh yeah we're like man all the places we could have went out west how many times maybe made it up to alaska and right it's on our bucket list you know yeah so the secret but, or uh, uh, currently in my head the answer <clears throat> to that is now your kids are getting into it that's i mean once once you're taking your kids you you can go as much as you want right yeah for you sure know? i mean yeah kind of <laughs> yeah within reason but i'm just saying yeah, it opens no, the door right, where like right. you're teaching them yeah you're, you're showing no, them I mean, skills right. instead of yeah. you know and you always feel a little bit guilty leaving them behind you know like oh i'm gonna go out fishing me 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 you know right. but um yeah being able to take him out and then i'm hoping to get my girls into it too you know they're uh um four and six and all and then the one-year-old but yeah um i got my wife into a little bit and she you know she got a set of waders and she doesn't have a rod or anything but you know i got plenty of them to use but yeah um yeah it's just uh getting them fired up and it is is awesome right right we'll get back into the timeline but you you're just talking about kids right now i i seen that video where you take your son out uh okay. pretty, that's pretty sweet yeah thanks yeah. yeah yeah that's a that's another another uh passion of mine is uh video making and yeah filming and stuff so yeah that that trip out with him in that video there uh that spot me and steve had uh fished there and uh um i don't know like a week or two before and uh i realized how sweet of a spot that was i've always wanted to fish there I drove by many times and huh. and uh finally we had went there steve and i and uh realized how sweet it was and it was plenty of room for casting i mean just uh, the first section it got pretty tight quite a few bends up in there and uh um but there was just so much room there and right away i was thinking my boy i was like i gotta bring him here this is gonna be perfect you know yeah and uh just you know gentle water with some deeper holes but nothing over his head and whatever you know Mm -hmm. so we i had brought him back there i said i'm gonna film you you know this is a perfect spot for for filming it was just beautiful you know right and uh 
so yeah we i brought him there and started filming him and i said you know i have a little six foot two eight that works perfect for those spots and, and for him mm-hmm. as well and uh so yeah i just pulled out the camera and just walked behind him and filmed them gave them pointers you know and and uh yeah it was a it was an awesome night that night yeah where did that come from the video side of things you said that's another passion yeah so that that kind of that's a whole different thing that spurred up uh kind of way back when we used to do a lot of backcountry snowmobiling yeah back when we grew up in betsy there and uh we had taken my brother lyle had bought a camera and we had taken it out you know just filming whatever we were doing and started putting you know get home start putting all the clips together and like oh this is sweet you know mm-hmm. and watch watch it back you know and, right. and uh so that was i don't know what year that would even early 2000s probably and uh yeah so then once i discovered that i was like oh this is sweet we gotta so we started getting into that you know buying cameras buying whatever else to to make videos a little software and, and uh started we didn't make one every year but made a couple back then and then uh then yeah just always had the camera out filming you know doing jumps whatever else backcountry powder riding and, and right. then uh in 2006 i think it's on my youtube channel uh 2006 we made a good one um a little, little more full length you know film mm. or whatever and, and you know doing jumps in backcountry and whatever else with a bunch of buddies and right yeah and, uh, yeah so but at first the video side of things is it just sweet because it's like fun to look back at or was there something bigger because it almost seems like it eventually turns into like an art form right yeah uh was it like that early on or was it early on more just like hey this is fun to look back on yeah i mean i guess uh like when we were we were heavy into snowmobiling there we had always you know bought there was many companies making videos you know backcountry you know hardcore riding and, mm-hmm. and we had bought every one of them videos you know and just loved watching them put me you know the music with them just gets you fired up we'd watch them before we go ride you know yeah get y'all riled up and uh um so you know just being able to make our own i think was the thing you know like try to get it so it's action-packed and you mm-hmm. know put some music to it and yeah i don't think really the the art form of it came till i don't know probably quite a bit later you know right but it was more like uh i mean yeah i don't know just putting it together and, and putting some cool music to it or whatever and then watch it back and something that would uh if you've seen someone watch it and they'd get all fired up on it you know that mm-hmm. get you pumped to go ride or something you know right right forrester research interviewed 206 senior technology leaders in major organizations responsible for software development sourcing 63% said their software development service partners do not have a full understanding of their end customer. If you're dead serious about moving faster and getting more done, Zeratech Software Development can help you move forward with confidence. Let the team at Zeratech Software Development help solve your problems with mobile, web, and backend solutions. As they align with their clients, they use a proven method to understand the scope of the problem and help demystify the steps to make it go away. They will deliver the software solution you need, and they do it with the integrity that you'd expect from a family-owned business in the heartland of America. Schedule a call with the team at Zeratech today at zeratech.com. That's X-E-R-A-T-E-C.com. Eventually, it does become an art form, right? For you, or is it? Yeah, yeah, for sure it is now. And what did the, uh, do you know how that changed or why that changed or what? I don't know, because I ended up, uh, it, I don't know what year I really thought about going to school for it and, you know, kind of going down that route. I had thought about it for many years. And then, uh, finally in 2013, um, I think I had one, one kid at the time he was born in 2014. So it must've been just before he must've been right after I was married, just before he was born mm-hmm. or maybe I knew he was coming on the way, but, um, he, we had, uh, we were living in Lorium there and, and, uh, yeah i just told the wife i said i'm gonna i'm gonna try to go to school for this you know so i ended up going uh you know the school i had kind of researched over the years was uh full sail Mm, university mm -hmm. in florida and uh obviously i just couldn't go to florida you know it wasn't gonna work so they had online course so i ended up going that route and i think it was 2013 to 16 it was like 32 months of just straight through of uh of a digital cinematography um you know bachelor's degree or whatever so right okay so yeah that and that's kind of when it really was you know they they taught a lot of the 
technical part of it and you know the art art form and the history of it and that's kind of when it i think when it really started uh coming together as far as an art form you know discovering how what it means and whatever else you know right gave you a lot of context to go off of it did you like that school the full sale yeah i really yeah it did i did um expensive as heck but um it uh yeah it was uh it was surprisingly uh i I wouldn't say easy but um i don't know what the word is that it was it, it there's their uh program was just uh the way they the way they had it designed i guess was was pretty awesome like it made it made it actually pretty fun and then you know you think that disconnect there from from being at home and and teachers are literally in florida right like uh, that's gonna be difficult to do it was uh it's actually pretty easy you know being able to talk to them all the time and you know with the you can do the video chats and whatever else but right um you know, turning in your, your assignments and this and that was pretty seamless. Yeah. One of my classmates <clears throat> mates, uh, or like high school graduated with, uh, okay. went to full sale. Oh, really? Graduated from there. Maybe valedictorian even. I'm not uh, sure. Do you know what for? Uh, something in film. I don't know what for okay. sure, but yeah, they have a lot of programs, but yeah, something in film. And, and at that same time, we graduated 2012 and I'm pretty sure just right after that. So while you were there remote, she was probably there in person. Oh, okay. Um, but you, you said it was surprisingly easy. Do you think it was surprisingly easy, A, because they made it fun, but B, just because you were really excited about it? Yeah, I think yeah. both. Yeah. They, uh, yeah, they, they, it, all the, you know, the teachers aren't, uh, they're into it as well. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, they have an extensive background and they've been through the whole nine, you know, of being in LA or wherever, you know, and having a career in film and video and, you know, and, and uh, so that, that makes it nice when they know what they're talking about. You're not, talking to someone that is book smart on it or something and, and right. teaching the technical part and they never even put it into practice you know yeah but right. uh yeah that and then obviously having uh discovering that you know there is a passion there for for don and you enjoy it so that makes it easier too obviously but mm-hmm. so but there yeah. must have been a part of you you said through that schooling you learned the, the technical side but also learned some of the art form stuff but do you remember what drew you into it like why you wanted to go to school or what you've seen or what, what the end goal was or what you were looking for? Well, I think a lot of, I mean, other than, uh, maybe like, you know, thinking, Oh, I want to do this for a living. It was, uh, trying to figure out, you know, I was done drywall at the time and, and having that just wear and tear on my body. I was yeah. like, I got to figure out a different avenue, you know? And, and, uh, you know, that, that played a big part in it too. Just finding something that something else that I could do with that. Yeah long term you know because it wasn't going to be drywall you know right right but is there uh you say uh, yeah i'm just thinking about that even it wasn't going to be drywall but the wear and tear part of it too but is it something where you i find myself doing this if i'm doing a certain style of work i can enjoy it i can appreciate the the end result all that kind of stuff but there's something where my and i don't know that i'm unique in this but it feels like when i'm doing it i half the time i'm stuck thinking about other things like and that, maybe that's what I'm like with this podcast, what I'm exploring, just thinking about these thoughts that I'm all like, you know, I, I don't know. I don't even know how to describe what I'm saying, yeah. but I get, I, when I'm doing it, eventually I get to the point where I'm stuck thinking about, again, videoing or adventures or reading or just philosophy or anything. I don't know, just where like I'm most alive when I can explore those topics and, and be engaged on that level where i don't find that in some of that style of work i don't know you're, you're saying you're kind of uh like like doing something for a living you're 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 or doing some sort of work you're uh you're you find yourself distracted thinking yeah. about something else like you're right. all into that yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, but the yeah i am for sure and I'm, but I'm just curious if that's what it was for you too is there is it more than like hey wear and tear in your body and I, there's a lot of times i struggle even how to ask a question or even how yeah. to put it into context yeah. and so was it more than just wear and tear in your body did you find yourself unsatisfied like on an intellectual level you know I yeah that's a better... yeah that too um you know i just think there, you know i don't know just having that in the back of your head always uh stewing you know like oh, i got it this is what i want to do you yeah. know but just not knowing how to go about it or how to you know or or afraid to you know probably a lot of it too just sure 
you know, taking that leap or, or that, you know, getting out of that rut, is, it's a tough thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, so getting into it, you said it was a, a potentially a way to get out of drywall, right? Cause of the wear and tear, uh, as well as the fact that you enjoyed it. But did you have any uh, big visions of where you'd take that? And I'm curious if you're where you're at on that path. Yeah. From- I mean, uh, I guess initially I had uh, plans of, you know, having my own, uh, you know, kind of a video production company yeah. here locally and uh i just never really uh pursued that to uh you know just all in you know just whether it was just you know having the time to you know just how do you make that transition with kid you know wife and kids at home bringing home your you know your your paycheck every day that Mm -hmm. you know to go just all into to video and you know trying to you know keep food on the table it's it's a tough tough transition but uh, yeah yeah, I just never really uh, fully pursued that, you know, thing, and then just the whole the whole thing of of keeping up with uh, keeping up with um, you know the the how fast the electronics, you know, like I don't know what, you, what the word is there, but mm-hmm. um, you know the just it's, your equipment goes out of date so fast, you know, yeah. and it, it's you know to be able to keep up with is just another part of it, you know, and right keep up with uh, you know the being legit you know yeah right so do you uh because you you work at your work right now you do some video work for them is yeah that right? yeah okay. yeah and i hope to you know get full-time doing that stuff you know eventually but okay um yeah so i do you know marketing help out there and, and then uh do some welding there so yeah um but yeah being able to put it into practice is uh is awesome and that's hopefully where I can, uh, that's where I see myself going down that route, you know, to, you know, open up doors of getting in, getting finally into some, you know, doing video full time. Sure. Yeah. But do, so you've done some, again, you did your snowmobile videos. You did I mentioned one the, the other day with your son fly fishing. Yeah. I've seen different videos. That, yeah. Yeah. I've done a few real estate videos and yeah, you know, showing off houses or whatever. And then, uh, yeah, just a couple of small projects in there, but right. But do you like the uh, again thinking like back to the art form side of things? You watch a video. It depends how it's done. If it's done right, it's amazing. If it's not done right, it's cheesy. Not cheesy, but just ineffective. But like the highly cinemata- cinematic fly fishing video or hiking video or hunting video or whatever there's a thing where if it's done right it's it's like empowering it's it's motivational it, yeah. it moves you right and right. it's like this uh again it's it's almost i could feel like it's almost been a cliche to an extent where like this you know uh, again the highly cinematic cine, cinematic scenes and like slow talking voiceovers and whatever else right can you picture what i'm talking yeah. about how, oh yeah you know the sure. f- fall color yeah. the sun coming through the leaves yeah. and transitions to this and doing mm-hmm. that whatever else where if it's done right it's unbelievable do you, you know what i'm saying how there's like two things where it's done right it's unbelievable but if it's not genuine it's hard to watch yeah oh for sure even if even if the quality is unbelievable if it's not genuine it's just hard yeah. to, hard yeah. to watch yeah right um, yeah anyways when it's done right i really really enjoy those videos do you ever uh, i mean is that something you want to get into too like longer things like that or and, and you've done a lot of those right i mean some of those to an extent with some of your fly fishing videos but like yeah is there a pinnacle to your videos? I guess what I'm trying to ask that like you, if, if this is what you could do and this is what you would enjoy, is that it? Or what do you, you as know, far as doing it for a living? Or, yeah. Or just, well, yeah, both and just enjoyment. Just enjoyment and I guess maybe finding a, a yeah. cross section of those. Yeah. 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 I mean, for sure. Like there, there's some channels on YouTube that I follow and, and watching the, the growth those guys had of where they began to, to what they're producing now. And, and they're, they're true fly fishermen, you know, making the videos, you know, it's not some other company coming in, you know, mm-hmm. um, just seeing that, you know, like, uh, being able to, you know, not even so much, you know, I don't know if I like picturing doing it for a living fly fishing videos, you know, I don't, I don't know if never put that much thought into, I mean, I, I'm sure it's crossed my mind, but it's, it doesn't seem like, uh, that's what i would do you know but yeah. as far as just i think i more or less like making making them for fun you know the fly fishing videos and right and uh yeah so i never really uh never really thought about you know where it could go it just just enjoyment you know i mean right who knows where it can go really i guess but yeah i, I just try not to 
seems like when you get serious i mean you have to be serious you know when you want to pursue something but i think when you uh like for now making them it's it just uh it seems uh more enjoyable when you're just you know you're you're having fun you're you know there is no there is no program to it you know there is no no uh cut and dry this gotta be done this gotta be done you know right you're just, you're just out there like i'm just out there filming my boy you know it's, right it's uh yeah it's just fun you know? yeah for sure and i think that's the best place to be uh because yeah right exactly just the enjoyment side of things stuff like that but yeah. it's yeah sometimes there's a i struggle with it or i don't struggle with it necessarily but it, i always wonder like is there a if you had a pinnacle thing, this pinnacle video, again, it is the fly fishing thing that whatever it is, the art form of it, if that ever turned into something where it is a full-time job, will it taint the original thing? Because it's like yeah. you said, making it too serious or will it just give you the opportunities to take it to that next level, right? Get all right. the new equipment, really, really right. focus on it. I mean, if you had four hours in the morning to spend editing this video versus yeah. the 30 minutes you do at 1230, you yeah. know, maybe there's a, a, a end result that's just that much more powerful than the, yeah. the just for fun thing. But I, I don't know. I think each person has just pick and choose, right? What yeah. You, what you turn into that and what you just keep as a straight side passion. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think maybe part of it too is just, uh, you know, just thinking maybe it's not attainable or, yeah. you know, like, I, you know, I, I don't want to like telling your, you can tell yourself anything, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, I don't know. Maybe it's just a, a part for me. Maybe it's just, uh, I, I think I would love doing that for sure. Like spending four hours in the morning editing a fly fishing video would be unreal. Right. You know? But yeah. making money from it, you know, is, yeah. is, or trying to get there, you know, in this point in my life is, right. I don't know. I yeah. mean, obviously anything's possible. You can, you know, right. You put your, you know, put your head down you can do it. Yeah. Just how bad do you want it? Yeah. Right. And, and again, I think to myself, like you said, maybe it is a defense mechanism. Like it's something you'd love to do, but you're like, Hey, I just, I've got too many responsibilities. Too easy to say can't. Too easy to say can't. Right. But also it's just too scary to pursue it maybe also. Right. But I don't know. I think it can be something too, where you're retired and then you do it, you know, or yeah. it's just fun till then or yeah. nothing. Right. Yeah. See where right. Life takes I mean, you, right? And, and I kind of, yeah, I think about that a lot in my life too. Is this, you know, what's the big deal? You mm -hmm. know? you're just you're enjoying it and if that's all you get out of it well so be it that's you know? perfect yeah. yeah what's wrong with that right for sure but. no but i so there's <clears throat> brita hopla on here to, did you she said that artists have this need to share do you feel like you have that thing are you yeah an, are you an yeah, artist i've yeah. listened to that one and uh yeah i agreed to the, you know as soon as that came up i said oh for sure that's yeah. uh that was always a struggle of mine is uh you know you you, you you know, I'm my I'm my own worst critic for sure. sure. Like everything I make, it's just like, oh, I don't know, that that looks terrible, or ah, I could have done that better, or you know, you, you watch it, especially doing videos. It's like I watch each one of these clips a hundred million times, you know. Yeah. And so by the end of the video, I, you know, it's all done. It's like I watch it through, then I watch it through, you know, mm -hmm. its entirety, probably another hundred times, you know, until I publish something or show somebody else, or and then even then, it's still like. I find something like, oh man, you know, something sticks out all of a sudden or whatever, but I don't know where I'm going with that. But, um, but yeah, being, being, uh, afraid to publish, mm -hmm. publish things or, or feel like, you know, you're showing something off or whatever. Yeah. It's, right. it's, uh, yeah, you feel like, uh, yeah, I don't know. It crosses my mind a lot. Like, and I, I got away from social media probably back in 2018 or 17 or somewhere in there. Mm -hmm. I just, uh, I found myself, you know, I have a addictive personality for sure. And, yeah. and just found myself on my phone way too much. Just, it, it wasn't good, you know, right. Just always looking on Instagram or, and, and, uh, you know, just looking for maybe, you know, new ideas or whatever. Mm -hmm. Or looking at, you know, fly fishing stuff. It's just, it's addicting, you know, right. you look at people's content and, and then you're wishing you, you were out there doing that, you know, it's just social media thing, you know, but, yeah. uh, um, yeah, so I got away from it and I haven't, I haven't posted anything or, you know, and I just kind of kept my YouTube channel going and, mm -hmm. and, uh, every once in a while I'll flash in the pan, I put something on there, you know, but, right. um, yeah, that need to share is, uh, yeah, it's kind of a weird thing. Yeah. But what is that though? 
that through it all, like you said, you're your worst critic. You're going to be super hard on yourself, but you have this need to put that out there. And do you know why that is? Yeah, I don't know. I, I never put too much thought into it, but um, it's definitely there. Like you just, uh, and, and like when I'm out fly, uh, filming my fly fishing, it's, it's almost not even like, oh, I gotta, I gotta make a sweet video and get this on YouTube right yeah, away. You right. know, I gotta get people watching this stuff. It, what crosses my mind is like, uh, I want to bring people along with, you know, yeah. like this, this is sweet. Like people got to see this, you know, right. whether they like fly fishing or not. It's just like, this is, this would be cool to show, you yeah. know? And, uh, yeah, it's probably just cause I'm just so into it that, you mm-hmm. know, some people are probably like, eh, that's pretty marginal. Right. You know? <laughs> I don't like it, you know, or whatever, but, um, yeah, I think for me, it just, uh, you know, it fires me up when someone watches it. Yeah. And it, mm-hmm. it gives them some feeling and they're, you know, gets them fired up or, oh, that was awesome. You know I mean? Right. Naturally it's gonna, you know, fuel the fire, but yeah, for me, the conclusion I've come to through this whole thing is like pushing people to share. Like somebody sees your video, 99% of them are like, this is awesome. Even if they don't love fly fishing, they enjoy it. They appreciate the art. They appreciate you sharing. There's 1% that everybody, myself included and you and whoever else, and not like you lose sleep over this, but like there's, there's that 1% of the people who are just negative Nancy's and no, they're going to get sure. frustrated yeah. about it. They're going to be the thing that you think about and you worry about, but like, who cares about that? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I, I, that's a lot of that has left my, my thought process uh, as yeah. I've gotten older. It's just, uh, yeah, you, you just realize you, I mean, you're going to have that. And no matter, you know, no matter what you're doing or mm-hmm. wherever you are, whatever, there's just, you know negative people right and and i just yeah, i don't care it doesn't bother me and you know comments whatever else you know that's not even uh that doesn't really play a big role and yeah yeah i may you might think about it a little bit like well whatever but it's right. just like yeah the older you get the the more you uh you realize like it, it i don't know yeah become more comfortable in who you are and what yeah, you enjoy yeah, and, yeah yeah exactly yeah uh so thinking back though we talked about the timeline and the progression you had that first day where you got all those fish and then then you got into it hardcore but then has it had evolutions from there like have you have you taken it to even higher levels or or has it been something where it's just been a pretty consistent (coughs) thing through since that point right yeah i mean it's definitely been a definitely been a a steady incline of you know the passion and the learning and and the gear and you know just always progressing i guess you know and, and still to this day it's like you know maybe maybe it kind of levels off here and there but it's it's always you know if you look at the the climb as a whole it's it's always you know climbing or whatever but yeah um it uh yeah like you know just between uh you know getting gear like you know the more videos you watch or the more you research like oh i need that rod now you know right and do that kind of fishing and and oh i need that different kind of line you know it works in this scenario or this river is wide so this this line would be sweet to get your you know shoot your fly way out there so yeah now i have you know four different setups that i can you know pick and choose from uh, whatever whatever type of river i'm fishing or mm-hmm. you know and that's still not enough you know i mean right. <laughs> you know how it goes you know oh yeah right um but the, yeah it's, it's always uh yeah there's always something that can you know improve your game or, or your knowledge or whatever you know yeah do you yeah the gear side of things that's a never-ending yeah that probably goes in yeah. any uh anything you're into <laughs> but like if, if i gave you or somebody gave you five thousand dollars and said you have an hour to spend this on fishing gear you can probably oh, have spend it right now <laughs> yeah I, I got that all it's in my cart now <laughs> yeah right <laughs> oh that's funny uh have you gotten into something with through hunting gotten into backpack hunting uh, and and enjoying the thought of like yeah backpack camping and stuff like that. Have you done any of that with the fishing I, side? I of actually things? haven't. I haven't uh, that I can think of. I haven't really done any like overnighters. But oh, that, okay. that's definitely uh, on the list of. I mean, I can't believe I haven't. But right, um, you know, I've definitely fished multiple days in a row. Why didn't I just stay out there? You yeah. know, right. like thinking back to when I was single, and it would have been real easy. You yeah. know, <clears throat> um, but. I mean, I, I've, I've taken uh, one trip all west now. Well, a couple, but one uh, guy's trip, and mm-hmm. we, that was actually last uh, last spring. We went hmm. out to Wyoming, and and uh, 
when we tried out some rivers there always wanted to get out west and we finally made it happen and, and we didn't catch any fish but right but it was uh it was unbelievable yeah didn't catch any fish no it was yeah. probably too early i mean that's oh, my yeah. excuse anyway but yeah uh we got out fish by 80 year old grandma so i mean <laughs> right <laughs> there was fish you know but um, yeah yeah it was just fun being out there and it was more or less uh going into it we knew it was uh kind of just a poke to see what what it's like out there and and you know i had talked to fly shops out there before we went and they said uh you know yeah it's not the best time to come in this area but you'll catch fish they said if, if you try hard enough but right it'll be uh with a little bit of effort you know and, and then just maybe not knowing exactly what to do out there it's probably a little different you know and, yeah than well, here and whatever but yeah but what did you think about that the uh fishing in that western landscape yeah it's it, that's a whole different uh at, we're getting back out there for sure i mean yeah. we had plans of going this summer and you know it's not gonna happen whatever but um it's definitely not the only time we're gonna be out there yeah ended up taking uh when we went out to uh out west last uh summer with the family wife and kids i i took them back to that spot because this was april when we went out with the guys and then uh we were going out end of july which is prime time mm -hmm. kind of out there um the, you can get up in the mountains and fish those streams and the snow is gone and so we were going back it was only a few a few hours from where we were going to be camping with the family so i said yeah we'll we'll shoot out there and just try it you know and even if we get a little bit of time you know and uh yeah then realize like late summer and realizing the the good time is is uh that's when it's time to go out there you know and so yeah. we'll be back out there for sure and did you catch time. some fish that second time then with, yeah with i think we had caught a couple of small ones or whatever but yeah same thing there i just didn't have enough time to really get out and dragging kids around and right you know, right <laughs> it, it, yeah in your in your head you envision uh everybody uh all you know fly casting and you know and reeling in fish and instead you're changing diapers yeah. and <laughs> kids uh bare butt on the side of the yeah. river and <laughs> chasing them around and yeah. uh, the rod never even made it out of the car you know yeah oh my first exposure to that talking about having freedom than than having the responsibilities of kids is living in north dakota and i had a, a cow elk dig a once in a lifetime cow elk dig okay um for north dakota anyways we were driving my wife and, I, and our three month old baby, uh, or it must've been five, six months, either way, young baby, right? First, first kid. And we're going to go elk hunting. We're going to, I took him with, it's like perfect. I got this spot set up where it's, you know, a quarter mile walk over the edge of this lip and there's glass there and it's the rifle season. So I got my rifle there. And if I see something, I can make the stock, leave the kids, but it's a pretty long ways to get to this spot. And yeah. the unit I was in is pretty far away. So hour and a half drive or something like that. Uh, anyways, we make it there get set up we grill some burgers i mean it's three o'clock like and we got tons of daylight left um so perfect grill some burgers eat my daughter gets a stomach ache we're 300 yards from the edge of this cliff to go overlook this vista that i've looked at on the maps many times i still have never seen it to this day gets a belly ache could not make her relax so we had to hop in the car and drive home and just like <laughs> the thought yeah, i mean like you are so close 300 yards we're looking over the lip <laughs> that i've thought about yeah. this thing for weeks yeah. about going hunting this spot yeah. and in hindsight yeah it just wasn't the right yeah it, whatever it just didn't yeah, work I, out yeah right, you but, get over it yeah, yeah. And, and driving back i'm like well life's not about me no yeah, right yeah. right yeah for sure yeah it uh, wakes up a little bit you get into your fantasy there and right and uh yeah you get struck down back to reality yeah right <laughs> but it was a good learning thing for me as a young dad right that to go through that and be like yeah, yeah. like you said realize okay yeah realize. what's priorities here yeah. yeah yeah and then that uh that fuels you for uh you know for the next time you know yeah like i think back to when you're single it's like you know you, you uh i think now like having having a few and far between times it, it just makes each time that much more special or yeah or uh, enjoyable or whatever you know right. versus well i can just go tomorrow or uh, that that looks too far that 300 yards looks too far right now like whatever you know it, you know i just i don't know like you, you don't have uh or at least i didn't seem to have that drive to get out there when well tomorrow's wide open i can go tomorrow and then something whatever i just don't want to get lazy or whatever where now it's like you, you better make it count you know you yeah. don't know when you're getting out again or whatever so like right like you missing out on that and i know exactly what you what you mean by that is you know 
we, we were at a spot out west there and and i think our last spot we had tried before we had to bail it was uh it was just a prime spot you know i seen fish swimming all over you know bombing up river and coming out of their holes there and and uh it's like oh if we just had you know half a day here all we had was probably an hour you know and mm-hmm. and uh the same thing where yeah you got to fish a little bit but it, it was almost like a tease you know yeah like oh i just need one more day you know right and uh being so close to i mean it was it was awesome getting out there and bringing the family to see that too you know but yeah um yeah you just you just always want more you know right you right. can't help but get greedy yeah for sure the and thinking back to like and i just asked you about the uh the backpacking side of things from a, a viewer standpoint i would love to watch that video like yeah, of yeah you guys I, going out yeah. and not that that video would be the goal it'd just be a byproduct but if you did that yeah. say and in my head it's like uh hey we got a a, a hole that we see on the maps that's yeah. eight miles from the nearest road yeah we're gonna hike in there fish this stretch of stream whatever yeah. and then yeah you know camp and stay a couple nights and hike yeah. out or whatever yeah Th- those videos to me are, i could watch them all day yeah yeah, yeah and that's same here i mean I, i've watched quite a few of those where yeah they're just documenting the whole thing and and uh yeah it's that's awesome so that yeah that's definitely something uh i don't know if it, it, i won't say in the works right now but it's definitely one thing we're gonna do yeah, sure for sure it's gonna get checked off that we're gonna have a you know a weekend weekend of just locally here you know we got a lot of good a lot of good spots a lot of good stuff here that you don't have to go out west to no you know that's that out west is awesome for sure but there's so much here that and that's another part i like doing with with videos is uh just showing that you know being able to showcase like uh what awesome rivers we have here you know and Mm -hmm. and it's not even you know i always say oh it's not about the fish and whatever and, and a lot of it is and you know it's just getting out there that you know, I, I've been out and I can't even count how many times that I've struck out. Right. You, know, you, can't, you come home and the wife asks you if you caught any fish and no. all. Right. You know, and, but it, you're still fulfilled, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you always want to catch fish, but there's something uh, just about being on the river that, you know. Yeah. Standing in the water there and, and casting is, hunting for them, you know, is, is, yeah. is good in itself, you know right so you, you said you've been off social media for how long now it's been five years or something like that yeah probably four at least okay but you and, and not that that's a tie to social media but when you are fishing is there like a brain space you go into that's meditative or i mean you let all your worries go or something like that you know what i mean uh is it is it clear your mind fishing yeah fly fishing out in the river yeah yeah oh for sure that's a huge part of it no it's just uh yeah like put video and whatever aside i mean i don't take a camera every time i go there's yeah. times where i i purposely don't take it because yeah. i just want to focus the last time i went out with my boy we went down towards uh out towards uh bruce crossing and and uh yeah i didn't i said i told my wife i said no camera just me and the boy you know mm-hmm. i said it's gonna be awesome and it was you know just sometimes you get distracted with that you know it's like oh i'm I'm trying to get my settings right and he's sitting there fishing and it's like oh you feel bad you know like i'm not even in a moment with him you know but uh yeah so a lot of times i purposely leave it behind and and just just want to go because yeah it's uh it's therapy for sure i mean i remember steve and i talk about that all the time or just uh yeah he, he i mean obviously teach their own a lot of people i mean i would like to say everybody has their thing because it's uh you know i mean it it's powerful but um just having that uh therapy is just you know like we say you know it's hard to explain like you think like everybody's got to do this you know right realize like how how awesome it is you know yeah having that uh having that having that something that just uh yeah like say clears your mind and just all you're focused on like i don't think about anything Mm. but when what i'm doing right there where the fish are you know whatever you know right just you're in the moment for sure yeah and i and i started that question asking about social media saying you like thinking about it gives you a break from that but it just gives you a break from life you got all kinds of responsibilities right yeah yeah uh and and not like you need a break from life but it's just like you said you're so focused on the act itself and you're in a out like that outdoor setting and you hear the water flowing by you hear the birds whatever else it's yeah like you said it's meditative yeah meditative is probably a good word for that yeah it's uh but what is it too like you said the uh you mentioned you were a very addictive personality which i'm very similar and we're not super unique like that right there's a ton of people we know that are similar but what's the 
I, I thought about that, like with that is harnessing that, like that's what got you into the videos hardcore. That's what made you go to full sale in my opinion. Uh, but picture a life without fly fishing or without having something like that. Wouldn't you, wouldn't that, I can't even imagine. You, you're just talking about like how everybody has their thing, right? Mm-hmm. And then it seems like most people probably do. Yeah. And not that you need it and that's okay, but can you picture for you personally a life without without fly fishing or something in its place? Like, yeah, it, it'd be tough. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think I've ever really thought of that. You know, I thought about not having it, but um, yeah, I don't know. It'd be, uh, you got to have something, I feel like, you know. Yeah. But I guess for me, like, it feels like that's what there's bigger, important things, family, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Right. I mean, but I'm saying like, uh, for me, when I have something like that, that I'm thinking about, I'm engaged, I'm talking about with my brothers, my dad, whatever else that like keeps me fresh. I I don't know. That keeps me like that carrot out there. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like if I don't have that, I'd like empty inside. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's that's probably just life as a whole, you know. I mean it's 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 up and down, challenges, whatever. And, yeah. You know you can't help but you know get down at you know whatever. You got some problems going on, and mm-hmm. it just that's life, you know. Right. Whatever it makes you stronger, but um, but yeah, having that having that thing that like you say, or you you're you're amongst other people that have that same passion, or you start talking about it and yeah fuels you you're just boom you're at a high again or whatever you know and right your fuels you for you want to get out again and do it again and you know right uh so but even thinking about that i think that's what uh like my goal and my hope is that goal hope and belief i guess we'll start with the belief is that it that's what will keep you young at an old age too oh yeah. like when you're 70 if you're still into something like that that's what's going to keep you out moving thinking yeah. hiking whatever <laughs> Um, it keeps your mind sharp, I think having something like that too. So that's my goal and hope is that like when I'm 70 and 80 or however old you get, yeah. like you've always got something. Cause the moment you drop it, I think that's the moment you're, I mean, yeah, I think that's when you're just going to go start going downhill yeah, fast. Yeah, know? for sure. I mean, yeah. When you quit, uh, yeah. When you quit living, I mean, it's, you know, I, I like not every time I'm on the river, but a few times I've been out, uh, you come across an old guy, you know, sixties, yeah. seventies, maybe even eighty, you know, right. and that fires you up to see that, and you're like, oh, that that's gonna be me, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm doing it right to the end, you know, right. and uh, and then you know you chat with them and just take the get their insight on it, and you know take away a little piece of knowledge from you know just chatting with them and whatever their experiences and and uh, you know looking at their gear when you're talking to them, and it's it's probably the same stuff they've had for you know their whole time you know 50 years whatever right, you know yeah. it just looks <laughs> awesome you know yeah so that's sweet right the uh i got one more question unless you got something is there anything i didn't ask that i should have asked you anything we didn't cover that um yeah i don't think so but i mean i think uh yeah like thinking back to to uh like what keeps it going like even just fly fishing if you want to talk about that is yeah, uh yeah um like just what keeps it going out for me i guess you know filming aside and whatever uh just the fishing aspect of it is uh you know like never never being enough it's like you're in the river and and uh you know it's snaking around and it's always there's a thing i always think in my head is like uh or i always find myself saying when i'm on the river is uh one more corner one more bend you know whatever just let's see what's around this one you know it's like every time i'm out there you know unless i've been on that river many times and i know until i reach my you know the farthest point i've been on the river waiting or whatever but you know i kind of know what's around the bends but on a new river new spot or whatever it's uh yeah it's just like you you want to you know the sun's going down and you got another bend coming up and you fish through that section and you're just like oh what's around it it's just like that carrot dangling you know you just you you wonder what's around that bend you know like oh one more bend what's around that corner that could be the hot spot you know right and uh so yeah that, that keeps it going like uh either coming back to that spot or or just even that that time out on the river it's like you just 
keep finding yourself farther and farther down the river you know one more bend yeah right it's uh same thing in hunting for me out west i always tell my wife one more ridge and she's like <laughs> rolls her eyes like, okay yeah, yeah that, i've heard that's that gotta times. be more than one more bend <laughs> <laughs> but same thing and i think it's a metaphor for life right you're just talking yeah. about how this thing is but still just yeah one more yeah just keep pushing for that next best thing or yeah. whatever yeah, yeah right yeah. um but thinking uh, my last question that i have for you i just i'm curious well, I know it's going to be something I get into someday, and I think it's probably when I'm old. Well, maybe we'll see. I don't yeah. know where life takes yeah, you, right? But, um, just because I have too many things right now that I want to do, right? Yeah, and I sure. don't have time for. But anyways, uh, do you like when you are fishing? Do you think about, or do you think about right now, even like Matt? If you could just get the rest of the world to feel what this feels like, there'd be less problems in the world. Oh, for sure. And I, I thought that that, that I've discovered that even back snowmobiling. You know, in the backcountry, that's crossed my mind. Even even as a younger younger guy, just like if if everybody could do this, like yeah, there you'd have no no drugs. You'd have this is the drug, you know. Right. And like they say with fishing, you know, the tug is the drug, and yeah, it's I believe that hundred percent. Like if uh, if everybody did it, you know, it'd be a better place. We live in a better place for sure. Yeah, I've right. thought about that many times. Like how could you not do this you know yeah like if you did you you wouldn't be doing that over there causing trouble you know or whatever you know it's it's like yeah it it's uh it's a drug yeah in itself right no and i say i won't do it till i get old but i know i'll try it before then um but again i have this thing where i struggle to unless i know i'm going to get head first into it yeah although it doesn't no i take that back there are my brother has a, a a pedal kayak uh, and he had it the other day. We went out and visited him real quick. And anyways, took it out. That was unreal. I mean, just spin casting yeah, either way. Yeah, right. uh, or I mean, just throwing a lure out there on the big lake. But still, there's something about that where it's like, I, I really enjoy like being in charge of where the small little thing is going, right? Versus yeah. a, a larger boat. Not that, I don't know. That played as weird mind games in yeah. your head. But I gravitate more. If I'm going to fish, I gravitate more towards the stream fishing side of things than, uh, than a bigger lake, you know, out there trolling or something like that just because it seems like again you're doing the work maybe uh but it's maybe it's also just more comfortable on land i don't know but anyways uh it there's something about it where it feels more like you're the one does that make sense yeah yeah i think that's my uh that's my thing too is uh yeah you're not that i'm not a control freak by any means but like it's up to you to to make it happen i guess or or uh yeah i don't know it's you're you're in control and you know and then also it's it's uh you know i I don't mind relaxing sitting back and and watching a rod you know like on a big lake but it's i think another aspect is just uh you know you're you're busy doing stuff you know you're just i like being active you know Mm -hmm. you're you're steady doing something you're not just sitting there and just waiting and you know watching that watching a bobber sitting out in the thing or whatever you know you're you're steady like just trying to figure out picking apart the river switching flies pulling on you know stripping line out yeah whatever you know you're just steady doing something you know right. tripping and falling and filling your waders up you know i don't know it's just there's you're steady doing stuff you know it's just an adventure yeah for sure no so anyways i uh in, in my head i was thinking the fact that i wouldn't try it un- unless i could just dive head first but i would give it a whirl just to experience yeah, it. yeah for sure um, I, um yeah i'm yeah. that way yeah but then, yeah, it is something where I can't let myself almost like uh, give it a whirl, enjoy it a few times, but like you can't, you it, just it, can't do it part way then after no, that, you know, right, like it's right. either like that was fun yeah, or let's, yeah, let's that, go that, for it. Yeah. And that's, that's, uh, just, you're talking just like kind of aiming your focus at yeah. pinpointing on one thing and right. realizing that like, you can't do everything and yeah. it just costs too much if you're going to, you got to go out and get a kayak now or whatever, you know, right. like it, it's, uh yeah i found that out just having toys and everything else it's like you're you're you gotta focus and then just having the time like you can't you don't have the time to do everything but um but more more so aiming at that one thing you know and 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 making that you know making that count or whatever each time you're out or whatever that i don't know yeah no i i think that's too like you said an effect of having bigger responsibilities like it's hard it's hard to do something part way because you could do five things yeah you could, and just do all sure. of them 20 percent. but you're not fulfilled unless yeah. you're doing that one thing 100 percent. but that's all that your time and current situation allows right yeah yeah, yeah. right yeah that's 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 kind of what i was trying to say there's 
is uh, that fulfillment of you know doing a you know 10 different things is yeah you just don't you don't get it and, and then you obviously there's you find your thing that you'd rather do because yeah if you don't if you got a limited time no i don't want to do that because i know if i got three hours i'm gonna have a good three hours on the river like yeah. you know it's it's gonna be fulfilling you know right like i need that right now you know yeah versus sure. uh you know going to try something new or whatever you know yeah for sure no but ian i appreciate it fun to hear about yeah. i will give it a whirl for sure yeah, yeah yeah you have to yeah hey guys thank you for listening today i hope you enjoyed it if you have and you feel so inclined share this podcast with your friends subscribe to the podcast where if you listen and give us some feedback with a review until next time thank you